You're listening to the Mobcast Network. There's a podcast network. It is a network not only of sports and culture, but of anything you can fathom. And it lies between man's desire to imagine and his want for laughter. It is a network which we call the Mopcast Network. For the past year, the Mopcast Network has been bringing you weekly podcasts for all the commentary on movies, music, sports, recent events, and more. The Mopcast Network. Celebrate fandom. Welcome to the Weekly Mopcast, episode 40. We are now officially over the hill. <laughs> Black cake and birthday and uh, diapers. Lordy, lordy, the Mopcast is 40. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Not that it's 40. Yeah. I hate the 40 yeah. over the hill thing. So I will be 40 in a couple of years because don't ever do that for me. <laughs> I will kill people. What about Nifty 50? Yeah, nifty fifty, cause nifty. Yeah, it's like yeah. hot damn. I live past forty. Right, right. You survived <laughs> ten years of of drudgery. Take that, you forty decade. What is sixty? Mm, I have no idea what sixty is. Sixty, sixty. You, at sixty years old, you can fix things. I don't know. <laughs> Heavenly <laughs> seventy. <laughs> you're almost there. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed your life. I'm trying to figure out one for eighty. Um, Haiti 80. <laughs> to get a trip to a Caribbean island with voodoo. Yeah, come on, I just want to go back like 40 years. Tell me back to 40. <laughs> 90 would be, um, oh, <laughs> highly 90. He just smoked weed. I don't know. <laughs> Bunch of 90 year old potheads just rolling around nursing homes. <laughs> like, what? Much like now. Except theirs is usually on pain pills now. Which is sad. Like, they've, like pain pills have got like people like hooked, and it's affecting like old people. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It's a it's a problem. It's a serious serious problem. Are we putting the downer at the beginning of? Yeah, we are. So that way we just get it out of the way. <laughs> Last week's episode, we ended on a downer. This week, we're just like, eh, let's start with it. I'm your Native American uh, spirit guide and your host. Let me try that again. Because <laughs> you got me all mixed up with the the, the sad old people yeah. story you're going into. <clears throat> Hi, I'm your host, your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I am joined by, as most of the time, by <laughs> most of the time, Aaron Prime, or Debbie Downer, whichever you prefer to call me. <laughs> I feel with Aaron Prime, and I say most of the time because out of the 40 episodes, I think you've done at least 34, 35 of them. I have to go back, because we have to bring in um, other Aaron's, other Aaron's. <laughs> to, to host. Well, I'll say, uh, I know... I know at least Aaron Solstead, he's five times, and then we've had uh, Jonathan Depew host, and Kevin Report host, and Jonathan Depew and Gabe Dick. So probably, probably close to like 32 times you've done yeah, it. Solid 30. I've done all 40 because it's my show. <laughs> I'm dedicated, Aaron Prom. You are. You're dedicated. You're, you're going the distance. It's one of my favorite cake songs. <laughs> going the distance? Oh, yeah. I always think of Mulan when I hear going the distance. Yeah. When, well, we already did our uh, Mulan, yeah. our Mulan tribute, Mulan montage. Yeah, we, man out of you. Which it's funny because I had not heard it in a very long time, but uh-huh. since we've I've, you know we put it on the episode, I've heard it like ten times. It's out of the nowhere. It's just, someone singing it, or it's, you know, someone playing it, or someone, or someone mentioned. Yeah, someone's mentioning Mulan. I'm like, I've seen Mulan once, like in '97, whenever yeah. it came out. So 
I don't remember much of it. I know that Eddie Murphy's a dragon before he was a donkey. So <laughs> who married a dragon? Right. So he's got a thing for dragons. He does. He does. It goes full circle. <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> I love The Lion King. Um, uh, so when I think of circles, I just go straight to The Lion King. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's... it's let's see how the clock It's this nice circle. Oh, yeah. Hard away. I don't know what the words are, because I'm not... I think you just go, like, you just mumble stuff. And I think it would work. And Klingon. There's someone out there who's probably could sing in Klingon. I am not that person. That's, that'd be pretty cool. That's dedication, though, if you would take that time to, to learn Klingon. Yeah. So, I, say, okay, is that dedication? And I think it is dedication, but what's dedicated, more dedicated is the guy who invented the Klingon language. Yeah. Yeah. That, and there's a guy. It's a guy. He was a linguistics uh, expert, and he created the language for Star Trek Three, I think, when they first started making it. And then he worked on it really, really, and built it. And so, I mean, in the... In the show, he's father Klingon, his father Klingon. Klingon. In the show, you know when they speak Klingon, it really means something. It's mm. not just them going blah 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 blah. Yeah. And they're like, well, that means he had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, that's Don't that means something. You just got to go to the bathroom. Like people who speak Klingon, is like that's right. That that Klingon is right. Um, they're sitting there, preach yeah. it, brother. <laughs> preach that Kabla. Klingon. <laughs> so that's yeah, and and that's cool. That's you know. That's fandom. That celebrates, you know, that's what we do here. Celebrate fandom. As you heard from our brand new ad early in the beginning. So, uh, that was very cool. That was made by some, um, actually some students made that. Because I was abusing my um, <laughs> privilege as a teacher's assistant. You're just cracking the whip. Well. <laughs> I need this made now. Well, the in the intro to audio class uh, here at West Virginia State University for the undergrads, um, they have to do a 30-second PSA, and they have to have a client. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I have a business, <laughs> and I could use a PSA. I'm in the market. And so I told them if it was good enough, they would it would air. So this is the first time it's being heard. It will probably be on every show for the next year, so get used to it. I really like it. It was really good. I think good. really did a good job. The twice on stuff is really good, and... and uh, the voice at the end is Dylan Vidovich, who uh, I've talked about before, but he, he does uh, follow by Facebook, which you're more than welcome to if you want to. <laughs> um, he's on there a lot, but he does uh, covers of usually 80s hairband stuff. And the kid's like 19. Like, he did not live in the hairband. Yeah. He's like totally like born out of the, the wrong, wrong time. Yeah. Wrong time. He, and he complains like an old man about stuff. Really? Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'm, so he's 19, so he was born probably what? 96. Yeah. If I'm doing my math right. My 20 year uh, reunion was this year, so that's 95. Yeah. So he's 19. So um, I think he's 19, maybe 20 now. But um, so 95, 96 is when he's born. So I'm, Dylan, if you're listening to me, buddy, I'm talking about you. I can't, but I'm close to your age. Don't, don't hate on me. So, but I, I'm convinced like the year before, mm-hmm. some old man just died. Yeah. <laughs> Just took up and instead of going body. right, just instead of going to heaven, he just ended it in Dylan's <laughs> little infant newborn body, and they merged to become D- Dylan Vidovich because it was or, or you know not an old dude, probably some dude with like a mullet <laughs> who was really into like Cinderella and I mean who wasn't into Cinderella? 
I mean, not like... No, like, I mean, not the princess <laughs> either. I know, I know the hairband. Okay. Like, it's, it's like Keegan's really into Cinderella. Keegan's really into Cinderella. I mean, it's not a, not a big shocker. <laughs> Actually, Keegan does not care much for princesses. Oh. Uh, they're not truly her fan. Yeah, she's... Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's okay to like other things besides princesses. Oh, no, yeah, no. Most definitely. I don't care what she plays with or what but, she likes. But, but Dylan will complain about the weirdest stuff like... Uh, Oh, touchscreens. He went on a rant about touchscreens the other day on Facebook about, I don't get touchscreens, I don't use mine, and it's like, oh, okay, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> These new fangled, I don't need to use my fingers to get stuff on the computer to right. work. Like, I like a mouse and a keyboard. <laughs> like, I, I don't like these new fangled uh, laser ball mouses. <laughs> I like the ones that you can unscrew and take the ball out and throw across the room. <laughs> I got kicked off a computer in high school for that reason. Well, lost my computer privileges for half a semester my senior year. A half a semester for removing the... Did well, you lose it? No. What happened was I was in film appreciation. What happened was... <laughs> and um, it was taught by Mr. Bowers, and he looks... Shout out to Mr. Bowers. He looks a lot like an Oompa Loompa. Um, I was drinking when you said that. Wow. <laughs> I, milk almost went everywhere. And what I did was... He would leave the room to go drink. And so what I would do was I would, I would you know, unscrew the mouse ball... And there, we were in the band room, so I would take everybody that's would true. throw. That's true. The mouth ball sounds like the worst sexual position ever. And I would throw the ball. I mean, everybody did it. They would throw the ball at the big drums and bounce it off and make a big boom sound. So of, of course, course you. I mean, that's what you do. Yeah, that's what I, I. So I was going for that. Well, little did I know, he's watching us behind the two way mirror, and so he <laughs> he comes in as soon as that's I, creepy. As soon as I, you know, get my get my arms set back to throw it, and I just let it go anyway. Since so I hear the door open, I'm like, oh, well, I've already been caught. I'll just go ahead and, you know, I'm going to go ahead and be in trouble. I might as well have a reason to be in trouble. Right. And so I had to go into the office and uh, lost my computer privileges for half a semester, which was kind of sucky because my senior year, I was supposed to take computer, uh, my, my computer class. I don't remember what it was called. I don't get a half a semester. That's like, that doesn't well, make Well, we're already halfway through the semester, so it was really the rest of the semester. I was like, for the rest of the year, you just don't use them. Don't touch the computer. Any computer. You're going back to the typewriter. <laughs> Typewriter and abacuses. <laughs> Abacai. Abacai. Use the Abacai, Abacus. Abacai sounds like uh, like an Amish name. It does. Yeah. I am Abacai, Jebediah. <laughs> They're all going to get you, Abacai. <laughs> Children of the Corn always used to freak me out. Mainly because there's a lot of farms around here. Yeah? yeah I couldn't imagine if I lived like in the Amish country. I, I probably wouldn't have seen why the film. you put Night of the Living Dead into... And then went to Children I'm trying, just trying to... Just, yeah. I don't know. It just jumps. I, my brain is like a jumble. Sometimes I'm like, I, I like your pop culture references. You're like, well, this is a thing. They're all the same. <laughs> Terminator and Star, Star Wars. Wars are the same movie. Hey, they could be in the same galaxy. You know, no one has written that it has or hasn't happened. It's fan fiction. Parallel <laughs> universe. I'm not saying anything. Um, I like Children of the Corn. It is creepy. Uh, I remember when we first saw it and. We mean my family. Um, <laughs> when I, I and Aaron first saw it, or Aaron and I, I can't speak English. Oh well, yeah, all the time we get to watch movies together. When we're watching, we're doing bros, boys, and movies because you know you got a family and whatnot. <laughs> and so it's like your your hangout time is kind of limited. kind of very short. And so um, we were living in a house trailer, and my parents had rented uh, a VCR for the weekend. We had stacked up VHS tapes. We got. It's what you used to do, kids. Oh, good. Dylan days. understands. <laughs> I miss blockbusters or video stores. Yeah, I, I used to work for Blockbuster. It, it was a yeah. Um, but 
So, um, trailers are like, um, if, if you never lived in a house trailer, especially in the 80s, most, or at least our house trailer, imagine like a cracker box. Now, and not like a Ritz box, like like a Ritz. A house that white people lived in, right? Right, like, yeah. Cracker box. Cracker box. Here, we're getting racial here on the podcast. <laughs> um, but it's, it, uh, it's like a, like a red single box or like a saltine box. It's, you know, long. Mm-hmm. And so, and the reason why that's important is because my, so it was like the living room where my parents watched this horror film. And down a hallway, my room was the first room on the hallway. And I was like seven or eight when this, I don't know, probably seven. And so my f- folks wanted to watch Children of the Corn, but they were like, you can't watch it, Scotty. It's so too you scary. Just hear it. So no, 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 no. What I did was, I laid down in the front of my door and stuck my head out <laughs> and watched it down the hall. So, so, did you watch the whole movie like that? Yeah, it was like watching a drive-in. <laughs> <laughs> my own personal indoor drive-in. Right, and my my um, the part I remember the most is the redheaded kid when he gets. Um, speaking of Terminator. Um, Linda Hamilton's in that, so who is Sarah Connor? See, look, I can read minds. That's why I went there. Yeah, I got you. You are. That's why you're my co-host. So Linda Hamilton, uh, the redhead gets got Linda Hamilton, and he's calling out for her husband. It's like Outlander, (laughs) Outlander. We have your woman, killer. I didn't like her anyway. (laughs) I'll call your bluff, you little redhead child. Outlander. (laughs) I should actually play that. Outlander. Get over there. He's going to come. Get over there. Over there. All right. Come. You come with me down this street. Outlander! Outlander! We have your woman. She still lives. Outlander, maybe you don't hear so well. Like, I would like to think I'd be brave in that situation and go from go for Carrie. <laughs> but I'm just going to be realistic and just... You know, fight or flight, I'm definitely flying. And uh, Carrie would probably have been sacrificed by the children of the corn. If I'm just being 100% honest. Grab Keegan and go. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, yeah. Or you could leave Keegan because she'd be in good hands. Because they're all children there. Yeah, they'd be like, look, just take good care of her. Make sure she doesn't kill too many until, people. Until she gets 18. Yeah. 18, they just, they kill her. <laughs> they, they sacrifice her to the... Well, she'd have a good 12, 13 years. So, you know. Right. That's... And she could kill. She could, I hope Keegan never listens to this episode. She can own, own her crap. Own I don't think Carrie listens to the show, so <laughs> she's pretty busy with school. So yeah, yay. <laughs> a lot of times she doesn't. Even, a lot of times she doesn't even listen to me when I talk. So it's no big deal. That's why I have you here, man. That's why I let her. That's why I let her get taken by Malachi. <laughs> Malachi. That's a really creepy. The redhead kid was Isaac. Yeah. So I forgot about Malachi. Okay, so Malachi was not a kid. He was a. He was like a, the, he, the teenager. No, like, no. Uh, he's a, he he's got a. He's the ginger, right? No, the ginger's Isaac. Okay. Malachi. No, 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 no. Malachi's the redhead. Yeah. That's right. God, it's been a long time. That's what I was it. thinking. Right, the other redhead's Malachi. Matt Lander's Malachi. <laughs> Isaac is the the leader guy. Uh-huh. And But Isaac, the actor, though, is... Uh, I should I shouldn't have known we were going to talk about this, but uh, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I can't think of his name. IMDb, someone out there. Real quick, right now. And, uh, but he's got a, he's got one of those, um, malformities that makes him not grow. So he was like an adult when he did the film. I mean, he looks like he's like 13. 
<laughs> I mean, there's pluses to that. Like, right, right. You definitely, you you could pay for kids' prices at places. Right. As long as you should keep shaved. Right. I mean, there are, I mean, obviously, yes, it would suck, but also, you know, there are some perks to it. You gotta look at both sides. Yeah. yeah. Cheaper sizes that you know of clothes clothes yeah <laughs> you never have to pay that extra two dollars for for bigger adult clothes no, right so, look at you walmart, walmart. <laughs> making money off the backs of husky men everywhere that you help create <laughs> that's pretty ingenious i think it is and walton's got a plan he's like i'm gonna get these guys a little chunky and then i'm gonna charge them extra two dollars each time they try to buy a nice pair of khakis but i buy my designer clothes from walmart because i'm a big fan of george and puritan <laughs> those are my brands i bet i get a lot of my khaki shorts from from walmart nah, me too because, you know, poverty. <laughs> and basketball shorts come from Walmart, too. Oh, yeah. I've got, I, I tend to get them, like, when they're, like, uh, in the fall. Yeah. When they go on, like, clearance. I've got, I bought three pairs for $2, like, five Ooh, years ago. Can't beat it. And, man, I still wear them. And they're comfy. Broken in. I have so many old basketball shorts, like, um, from when I was off at Glenville's. The other day when uh, El Jefe and I were recording a show, I was wearing some Gold Adidas basketball short. I did completely didn't match. A lot of time people probably think I'm homeless, especially with my beard. Now, I was wearing this old hoodie I had. I think it's more of a... Well, when you're wearing the hoodie, yeah, you look thugged out. Like, like, <laughs> like you know, you, you scared me. <laughs> um, so, and then I had these old ratty looking basketball shorts. And then underneath my hoodie, I had a Glenville State basketball... Or a Glenville State football shirt. So, I was like, I definitely can't take this hoodie off here. Why, why did you have a Glenville State? Because I played football up there when I first graduated from high school. I didn't know that. Yeah. 2006, Glenville State Pioneer. Wow. Now I'm a yellow jacket. They're pioneers? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They have a beautiful how, restaurant called the Rusty Musket. How, how are you a pioneer? Like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, isn't there a high school team around here, that, yeah, the the Big Black? Yeah, that's ooh, Point Pleasant, right? Point Pleasant, yeah. yeah. The Big Black. They should have totally just been the Mothmen. <laughs> Point Pleasant Mothmen. Right? Shout out to the Mothman, who's not shouted out to us in a while, by the way. It's been, it's been, it's been like, it's like six months ago I've like, uh, got a tweet from the Mothman. So Mothman, if you're listening, buddy, it's our one-year anniversary. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But it's our one-year birthday. You were one of our first followers. Yeah. He's probably pretty busy. I mean, they have the festival. Have you ever been to the festival? I've not been to the festival. Have I, you been to the statue? Uh, yes, I've been to okay. the statue. But um, I couldn't do the festival this year because of the same weekend of Shakertown and I was yeah. hosting videos that you will be seeing this week. On um, with uh, Spotlight West Virginia Magazine, but yeah, I was a. They definitely should have been the Mothman, and every year they. I mean, I know it's kind of in bad taste and poor taste. But they should do the battle for the bridge, like okay. the battle for the. All right, okay, support bridge. Yeah, but their high school team is called the Big Black. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I guess you. Really I don't know the big, it, after that. The Big Black what? <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's a lot of hate that goes towards them, like. <laughs> Could you imagine the rival schools like making homecoming T-shirts? Right, or or maybe the black is like Terry Crews. That would be awesome. <laughs> Just have him in the Old Spice commercials on the side of your helmet, right? Or or, or the dude who played Devo, or Kimbo Slice. <laughs> Kimbo Slice. So you know, there's plenty of <laughs> big giant African American bands <laughs> who could be the. I'm just, just having a revolving door of celebrity um, mascots <laughs> that come in there. each week, and so. Um, there's some interesting mascot names in this state. Uh, my favorite is Pocus. Yeah, the Polka, polka dots. dots. The Polka Dots. They're the, and the dot, the mascot has like a, a growl. It's like, it's the most vicious dot I had ever seen. It makes me think, whenever uh, I first realized that that was what they were, um, it made me think of the old 7-Up games. Right. And then also, but ESPN ranked them as like a top 10 all-time high school great mascot. Because this is a great one. I mean, but 
I don't know. It's different. I don't know if it's great. That's what's you know. That's what makes it great is because it's different. Yeah, and they true. own it. I mean, they're polka, yeah. the, the polka, polka dots. dots, and it's polka p o k p o c a. And for a while, I thought it was like, like polka, like polka. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm from polka. I'm like, well, oh, that's because West Virginia. We've we've talked about this before. Hurricane, hurricane. <laughs> Which only in the state that's where it's called that. Mm-hmm. And I want to know why. I have no idea. Um, uh, I work on a show for. Uh, public broadcasting called uh, Inside Appalachia. Um, follow it. It's good. But we do a segment called What's the Name? And it's the names of towns in mm-hmm. Appalachia. And it's on my list to figure out what's the inflection. And, like, it's so weird because, like, you'll hear people from out of state that don't have any ties to the state. And they'll be like, oh, I've got to go to Hurricane. It's like, no, it's Hurricane. Like, it's, and they look and at you, yeah, and it's they like, look at you like, we, we, and that's the first thing I did. I was just like, what? That doesn't make no sense. That makes absolutely no sense. Why is that not a hurricane? And then there's Tornado, my Tor- favorite town. Um, a beautiful little German village up in Randolph County, Helvetia. Helvetia? Yeah, it's pretty. Very yeah. pretty. Well, I, have to, I have to go up to Randolph County. Beautiful up there. Find a nice holler up there. There's a nice prison up there. You used to be able to go watch baseball be played there. At least so, yeah, you know, you talked about the, the baseball before. So, yeah. I'll just stick to going to the power park. <laughs> well, you know, nothing's as exciting as getting frisked and having your car searched before you go watch convicts play baseball. Woohoo! <laughs> That's a, a fun, fun Friday night. Fun family outing. It is. Did you live that way? What? Live up there? Yeah. No, my family has a hunting camp. Oh, that's right, the hunting camp. I'm trying to figure out why you would do this. No, we just took prison trips. <laughs> Come on, honey, we're going to travel around to the farm systems and the penal. I have a friend whose colony. father was a, a warden in Florida, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she was married on a prison. Huh. The wedding, they, the prisoners did all the, the wedding pre- preparations. It's a cheap stuff. wedding, then. I yeah. Bet. See, yeah, and um, that's smart. We had talked about because she, we, we both theater backgrounds, and we talked about trying to turn that into a musical. Uh-huh. That, that sounds like a great setting for. But I don't know what kind of prison wedding songs you would make. It makes me think of Super Jail a little right, bit. Right, a little bit of Super Jail. Yeah. I don't know what. Um, but yeah, like my my uncle worked as a guard up there at one point in his, in his life. My mother was a, uh, uh, a jailer for a while I've got when a, I was little. I've got a friend who always tries to get me because his sister works in the jail and he was like, you ought to do it. You make good money. I was like, yeah, but I know, I probably know a lot of people that come in. be really weird. And then also I'm not tough, so if anybody tried to like extort me for like my keys or anything like that, they'd right, probably right. get it. We, we've already talked about in prison. Oh, in prison, yeah. No. You, you would go ahead and just be the wife. I would. I so would. that automatically makes me think that you would not be a good prison guard. Exactly, yeah. And he's like, you know, maybe he's like, you can do juvenile because she works in the juvenile too. I was like, nah, little, like, because they, they have really nothing to lose because, I mean, I mean, they do, but they don't. Like, they're already in jail. Oh, no, they may, they don't understand that they have something to lose. That's even worse. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they, they have it, but they're like, oh, well, I'm already in jail, so it's no big deal. Right. So, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to the, to the jail to work anytime soon. I don't think I'm. Tough no, because we're gonna make tons of money doing the Mopcast Network. You don't have to be working. <laughs> have to go prison. work in the jail, right? We're, we're we're gonna be broadcasters for now on, and my m- media empire. Yeah, you gonna build a giant wall like a uh, like Trump? Trump. Well, yes. <laughs> um, uh, I wish I had the money, but Penn of Penn and Teller uh, had this great house. Um. In Vegas, and it's, 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 I don't know, it's got all these crazy rooms and has stages and, you know, all this, I mean, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, 
Well, he got kid. He got, he got married and had some kids, and so uh, the way he puts it, kids don't want to, you know, be, grow up in that kind of environment. They want you know because kids want norm, you know something normal. Uh, I see. I think it'd be cool to grow up like, but I'm an adult, right? Right. As an adult, so, like, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, for like five minutes, I think Keegan would really enjoy your iguana ring, my dad. Right? Yeah. And, and then it starts scaring us, right? And so. Um, and I think that's the situation with, with this house uh, in Vegas he's got. So he's selling it because he's bought a new house in the suburbs. Because that's what you do. You just you just you, you get that. married, have kids, move right. to the suburbs. And uh, uh, he wants to sell it to. Well, he's going to you know the the house itself is probably going to get demolished mm-hmm. because the land it's on is worth more to developers than the house. You can't. It's a crazy looking house, and you can't. <laughs> and by I mean it's. He, he, it's kind of like the Winchester house. He kept adding on all these crazy rooms to yeah. it. So it's like this this Pee Wee's Playhouse for you know Pendulet and you know Penn's a you know magician and he's yeah. a magician. anyway. So all that crazy stuff is in there. And so, uh, but he's you know he he's probably going to end up selling developers. However, being a he's a staunch atheist and believes in you know you know not anti-religious causes but causes that are like um, I, I guess doesn't cause for like religious oppression that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know um, and so he's trying to uh, well he's allowing the the church of bacon uh, which is this atheist organization to buy the shirt buy the the house and turn it into like a community center mm-hmm. for for what they for for what they do and so it's like $500,000 and that's what they're trying to do now go fund me for it which I think is a great idea, but I kept looking at the house going, man, I could put the Mopcast network there. I need to win the lottery. I need to get that. And if I could win the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I win, I'm, I may actually pay, play Powerball just and see if I can get the chance to see if I can win. Because I, I would, we'd all move there. Yeah, I, like, played, I played Powerball last week and I, I lost. <laughs> Clearly, you're still hanging out with me. <laughs> or you didn't give me the call and be like, I got you funded. <laughs> got you funded. Look, listen, just go out west. <laughs> so, um, I want the... I want the, I want Pendulette's house, but I, I you know it's a long shot for those guys to and I hope they raise the money because it'd be cool to save it. But you know and Penn you know, Penn said he would sell it cheaper to them than the developers, but um you know yeah because he really doesn't need the money all well, that much. Well, he, I mean, well, he, he does, he does, but you know he's I mean. financed two films and he's and that, that costs a lot of money. That didn't make a lot of money in return, and he's you know a new house costs a lot and and kids and, and so with the kids and so it's like the money he's selling. The house for and, and land for it's going to go to pay for the new house and stuff and so you know it's it's America it's how it works I mean I mean he's a wealthy man but he's mm-hmm. you know well he he's a rich man he's not a wealthy man yeah I, I, and I look at Chris Rock's definition of rich and wealthy you know Shaq is rich the guy who paid Shaq, Shaq is wealthy <laughs> and so it's a nice way to look at it great, yeah great, Chris, the philosopher the great philosopher Chris Rock came up with that and I was like man that is amazing. Or one the Sykes wrote it for, because one Sykes wrote it for his bits, <laughs> and not no joke. Either or, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they wrote stuff together, but um. So there's that. I want, I want Pendulette's house. <laughs> if not, I'm, that's how I want to build a compound. I think. <laughs> I like watching those like doomsday preppers and watching the guys build the houses out of like shipping containers. Right, like, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, um, my my friend Randy and her husband Scott. Scott was really obsessed with with doing a shipping container house, and he's a fan of the show. So shout out to Scott. <laughs> Good luck on your your shipping container house. I, I one day he'll have it. I think I think so. He'll have a. Cause he got Brandy convinced that to, to do it. To do it. I think it's just want to get the money to get the land and stuff. So, 
Well, they're in Arizona, so they're part of our Arizona contingent of listeners. Sweet. I think he leads it, so he's a he works for Texas Instruments. So shout out to Scott out there doing the the Lord's work in Texas <laughs> uh, for Texas Instruments, Arizona. Um, let's go into the news. <laughs> so it is the first anniversary of the Mopcast Network. October 9th is our first birthday, and I count my first birthday because because. The Marwitch and I were discussing this, mm-hmm. and she says, we were working on the network before October 9th. She's like, I know we were working on the network before October 9th. And I was like, no, you're drunk. And I was like, <laughs> and she goes, no, you're drunk. You're in my bar. Anyway. And I said, you're right. You, We were working on the network, but our first episode was, was released on October 9th. Because you guys had, um, you and Matt had uh, AM and the PM, mm-hmm. and that was, the, that was kind of the, I think... That was the catalyst of just kicking it in my butt to be like, I need to do this. You yeah. guys are already doing a show, and I really wanted to do a show. And then Memory Card Radio, those guys had their thing going. And I was like, if I do a show, you do a show, and they do a show, we all kind of combined, yeah. we'll grow together. And that's what's happened for us. So thank you to our listeners for, for that. Uh, everybody said, Wyoming, who won't listen to us? <laughs> uh, I'm kind of bitter, just saying. Come on, Wyoming. It'd be a great birthday gift. I'm convinced Wyoming doesn't have the internet. I said that last <laughs> week. I'm going to stand by until someone from Wyoming goes, we have the internet. We have it, okay? Your show, yeah, your show is horrible. We just, <laughs> but, um, so, Barwatch was like, no, we were, we were working, working on it before. And I was like, you celebrate birthdays. You don't celebrate conception. You don't <laughs> walk over to your children and be like, happy day you were born. <laughs> While that may probably be the more fun day of the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. I'm thinking you just don't so more PC to celebrate the actual birthday. Right. So and that's what we're doing. You know, yeah, we, we were coming up with the idea for, you know, six six to eight weeks before we actually implemented it. It's a fast gestation. That was it, yeah. For you know, a baby takes nine months. Like a mutant. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, mom has become this mutant uh mutant thing that we, we kinda control. It's very fun. So um I'm going to uh, play one of my favorite birthday songs <laughs> to celebrate our birthday. So enjoy that. That's right, cause it's my birthday. My birthday. I love Cartman so much. <laughs> I love Cartman. I love that. Every time it's my birthday or whatever, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's my I, bu, 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 birthday. <laughs> That's just my thing. I love it. Um, so uh, we have some big plans for next, well, for the upcoming year. We've got a lot of stuff we've got going and. So Friday we're having a little shindig here on campus at West Virginia State University <laughs> and glorious and wonderful Institute of West Virginia. Uh, and we're having a little shindig. We're inviting some friends and people who's worked on the network with us in various capacities, some show hosts and whatnot. And uh, I'm going to announce uh, phase two. <laughs> and so uh, phase two for the preview guys. And we're, we're going to do some. Uh, we're introducing video. We're going to have some more video work uh, and some more fun stuff. I'm also going to start doing. Still working out the logistics, but I want to do live shows. I'm really excited about doing live shows. Um, Dan Harmon's show makes me think I could do it. I'm not nearly talented or funny as Dan Harmon, but I'm like, well, I can do like a less version. <laughs> much like this is pretty much a poor man's Nerdist.com. <laughs> so, when you got no money to go to Nerdist, which is free. <laughs> you can come to us. That's how That's how poor we are. <laughs> But, um, well, we all know my love for the Nerdist. (laughs) 
I won't have to go into that. But I'm really, I'm really proud of what we've done. The, the first year of Mopcast was really trying to see if we could stick with it because I'll be honest, I'm creative, and most creative types are like shiny and new and shiny love and oh, this and is work. Yeah. Right? This is work. I got other things to do. Oh, shiny and new, they work on something else. And I think for me, um, the dedication comes from the fact that it's so varied. I get to do a lot of different kind of things. Mm-hmm. I've got this show, and I've got pros, movies, and movies, and, and you know, Rebellion's running, we're doing that. And I, got, I like hosting shows. I like talking about stuff, and I try to put that to use. And I, you know, We've had almost 25,000 listens as of today, and I'm very, very proud of that. We're in 130-something countries, um, 49 freaking states, <laughs> Wyoming. and um, Do we have a listen in Puerto Rico? Yeah. That's it. Just kick Wyoming out of the United States <laughs> and plug in Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. There we go. Yeah, that'd be, it'd be nicer to visit. I, sh- I don't want to hate on Wyoming. I'm just bitter. <laughs> I, you know, and I understand it's a big, beautiful state, and it's great because U.S. I got you. But Sky like, country. I just want one, one listen. To yeah, just one click. So, um, I don't know if you suggested this or someone suggested that I do a Craigslist. Oh, uh, that was me. All right, so I, so I've got it. I've started. I have a, I have a Cra- Mopscast Craigslist, and I've got it set for Wyoming. Uh-huh. And so uh, today or tomorrow, I'm going to do the the Hey, it's our birthday post. Yeah, just click this. Just play all you got to do. Do it like on the, like the the personal page. You're right, right. Yeah. Like, misconnection. Okay. Yes. Hey, do you like <laughs> looking for my long lost uh, listeners out in Wyoming? Out in Wyoming. And once we get it, we will welcome you happily to our our, our little abode uh, of zaniness. But um, I am I can't say it enough. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for for El Jefe and uh, what what you guys bring to the network. I'm very proud of uh, Memory Card Radio and uh, Ethan and Carter, who helped me with the Star Wars stuff. And Alyssa, when she shows up and hates on Star Wars, that's great. Um, you know, we've had some, you know, we've had some great shows. Uh, some of them are were more experiments than anything, but you know, listeners listen with it. I mean, this show is kind of, if you've listened to it, it goes on <laughs> tangents. <laughs> Actually, if you listen to any of my shows, they go on tangents. We should just be the tangent network. But um, you know, I, I I'm just excited to see where this is going, mm-hmm. and uh, our next year is to figure out how we can you know make a little money to pay for itself, and which isn't very much. So you'll be seeing merchandising things and whatnot. But that's all just going to go to the, you know, while the network itself doesn't cost a lot, it'd be great if it could just pay for itself. Yeah, and then. And it, like you said, it wouldn't take much to no, for that to happen. Like under a grand for the whole year. Yeah. And then if there's extra money, we can do some crazier stuff, some fun stuff. Um, we've got some video work coming, some short films, and uh, some um, new shows. We're doing um, have a show that we uh, took the concept of drunk history and did it with movies. It's called uh, Smash Cinema. And we we, we speaking of Melissa. <laughs> Who hates on Star Wars? She's our first one, and she did. Um, she got inebriated on some wine and uh, regaled us with this tale of Tangled, and it is epic. <laughs> and so, uh, we've got the interview portion. We're going to start filming the reenactments, and uh, I hope you will enjoy that. When we that that'll be coming later this year, and uh, got new. Uh, we got a lot of new shows coming to the network. Um, Carter and I are doing um, from Rebellion. We're doing a spinoff of Rebellion where we. Look at the Star Wars Clone Wars 
but in chronological order. Okay, yeah. And, and that's going to be fun. Uh, we've recorded some episodes of that already. Uh, Alyssa and Ethan have done uh, a married couple's Doctor Who show that's coming. Um, Elaine Abdallah, who used to be on uh, Cats Meow, that had six episodes with us, uh, one of our limited series. Um, she's coming back and she's doing, she's got, she's hosting a pop culture show. Elaine's been our intern this year, mm-hmm. this semester, and she's been amazing. She has worked very, very hard and I'm, I'm very, very proud of, of the work she does. And, um, I hope that my next intern is just half as good as she is because she's a powerhouse. I don't know how I ever get anyone as good as her again. So it's going to be just like, oh, you're great, but Elaine did all that. You're great, but Elaine was better. That will be in my head. <laughs> Um, you like, don't say it, don't say it, right, don't, don't say it. it. Don't, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. But, um, uh, and, and me and John Kenties uh, from Memory Card Radio are going to do a show about uh, The Terminator. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the, the films in the show. Because he's never seen the show, so we're going to do a retrospective on that. And uh, I've got a pop culture show that's different. You know, this one's kind of freeform and live, and so that's what I like about our show. But I'm good. We got one a little bit structured because you know working at public broadcasting, I've learned some techniques. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a, um, and we're going to do a video component too, but it's called hashtag hashtag, and something we've been working on for a little while now. And we're going to do a weekly hour show that's got segments and with a host, and then there should be a Thursday or Friday video five minute update that we're going to shoot in the studio. Hashtag hashtag. So that's coming uh, in phase two sometime this next. In the course of the year, a lot of stuff going on. I really lost. I've teamed up with uh, Spotlight uh, West Virginia Magazine. We've got some stuff going on with that. That and so just a just kind of a preview of what's to come for 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 our, our listeners out there. It's really exciting. We could not do this without you. Seriously, I mean, um, we we're, we're so thankful that someone listens to our ramblings. <laughs> And enjoys them at least because they keep listening, and so I, you know, I'm, I'm very, very thankful. We're going to keep doing it as long as we possibly can. But um, I heard today is the apocalypse, so this yeah. may be the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I'm trying to think. Wait, your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I've been rambling for a minute. You talk a little bit. Thoughts mm-hmm. about the apocalypse or the Mockcast Network? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I like we like you said. Uh, you know, I've been doing podcasts for for a little bit longer than what the network's been around. Um, and, and my show has gone through some changes, but, you know, it's, uh, we're very happy on the Mockcast Network. I would, um, I would say it, it has evolved. Yeah. <laughs> Your uh, show's like a Pokemon. Um, so, yeah, no, in it, I'm, the the Mockcast is just a really great place with a lot of content for a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome. You know, there's not, we don't paint ourselves in no corner of, you know, hey, well, no, we're just for nerds or, oh, we're just for jocks or, or this or that. And, and I think that's cool. I think that's, you know, that, I think it, that, that's what college is about. Right. And I mean, this is, obviously this isn't college, but this is. Well, we all met in college yeah. and record here at college. So, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, college is about getting out of your comfort zone and, and right. meeting well, new people. And regardless of how this network grows. And my goal for this is that I want this to be my job. This is where, how I want to make my living. I love this so much. But that being said, West Virginia State University is uh, a big part of that and will always be a big mm-hmm. part about what we do. Um, it's just um, we owe them so much for you know the use of the equipment and the place to record. And they have been nothing but you know, gracious even when we record bros, booze, and movies and disturb classes sometimes because <laughs> we're loud. But um, – and uh, – you know, sometimes you just you know you get a little loud and you don't realize it. Yeah. And so and, and so we and 
So we're, we, we're thankful that their understanding was with students us. Are, students are like, who are those zany guys over there watching those movies? What the hell are they doing? <laughs> so, I'm go to that class. Right? <laughs> uh, man, it'd be awesome if I could teach a podcasting class. <laughs> Uh, uh, so I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm real happy. And, and, and so I'll stop being mushy about the network. Uh, but, um, oh, there's a cartoon coming. We have, a, we have an animated, I'm off a cartoon coming. Uh, I'm actually at the party. We're supposed to be showing like 30 seconds of it. And I, I may show more cause my animator said he had, um, he had like a rough cut of the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So I may show a little more of it. Sweet. Just to get it in the next day or two. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. And, uh, but, uh, I, I kind of want to end with this. Um, so one of the things we're doing in, in, in uh, October and I'm going to be full discretion that you, you, these are one of the tools you do to, to get more followers. And that's what we want, especially on the, on the Twitters and the and Tumblr. We want, we want more people to follow us so they can hear what we do. So we're doing giveaways, <laughs> we're giveaway stuff. And so, uh, I'm doing, uh, this week, next week and the week after we have mystery boxes. Ooh, <laughs> mystery boxes. You, no one's into that, huh? <laughs> Whatever. Of course, it's early in the morning. It's a man of mystery. Uh, so the mystery boxes have uh, comics and DVDs and some other cool, crazy stuff that I've, we've just kind of acquired. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, when you see the tweet on um, any one of our Twitters, just retweet it. Uh, and follow the Wapcast Network because we're going to pull our, our our the entry fee, the entry is basically out of the pool of people who follow Wapcast, and so we're going to randomly draw somebody who is following us on Wapcast, and we'll do one this week, one next week, one after week after, and then uh, I also got some Blu-rays to give away this month. Um, uh, I've got a Sinister Cabin in the Woods and um, the Possession Triple Pack, mm-hmm. and we'll give away Halloween week. Sweet. Because they're great scary. Sinister's a great movie. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Sinister. Oh, yeah, it's creepy. Mm-hmm. Cabin in the Woods. That's good, too. That, Josh Whedon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he peed that one. Yeah, that, um, it's got Thor in it. What's, what's the, the other one? The, uh, the, pose- the uh, Possession? Yeah. The Possession's got... Uh, the, oh. <laughs> My brain just, just died. Um... Anyway, he's the comedian in Watchmen. I can't think of what his name is, though, but he's in it. And it's, uh, it's the Jewish possession story. Uh-huh. They find a scary box at a yard sale. It's got, like, some Jewish ghost or demon in it. And they have to get the help of Madashahu, literally, yeah. the, 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 the reggae, the reggae, reggae Jew, uh, Jewish <laughs> reggae artist, because uh, he plays this rabbi to help, like, do a Jewish exorcism. It's, it's Ridiculously so concept, so really but it like works. Right. Cheap, cheap or is it? No, like... it's serious. It's a horror film, and so it's like it's. What I like about it is that it's. We when we think of exorcisms, we think of like you know Catholics. We yeah. think of like you know, the exorcist. Yeah. You know, in the name of the Father, I yeah. rebuke you. That stuff. Now, this is like the Jews are like we got we got spirits too, and we like, have our own right. Mazel tov, <laughs> We don't need your Catholic priests, and so it's you know it's it's a it's a cool movie. So it's a cool triple back. So we're gonna give it that that weight. Um, and then in November, uh, with the help of your shows, uh, Grill Out and uh, Triple Nights 4 Show, uh, we're going to give away uh, uh, a Rocky Blu-ray box set for to, uh, the week of when Creed comes out. I'm really excited to see Creed. Yeah, Creed looks good. Yeah. I uh, Have you seen all the Rockies? Yeah. Have you? I've, I've only seen like bits and pieces of some of them. But I'm I'm really jazzed up for, for Creed. I don't know why. I'm jazzed up. <laughs> 
The only thing that makes it comes to my head when I said that was um, the guy Richard. What the hell's his name? The guy that sells Eddie Murray. He's in uh, the Nighty Professor. Um, I know he's a real life person. The guy Richard. He, he wears like the spandex aerobic stuff. Richard Pryor. Yeah. No, Richard uh, Simmons. Yeah, that's what would come come to my mind. No, oh. I don't know why. It just dances in my head. He's from New Orleans, is he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Random fact. <laughs> Richard Simmons, New Orleans. <laughs> Sweating to the oldies. Sweating to the oldies or maybe the humidity. <laughs> um, so, right, so be look on the lookout for the, the prizes. We're giving giveaway stuff. and just uh, If you've not followed us on Twitter, follow us at, at Mopcast Network. We've got some crazy stuff going on, and that's kind of where stuff's going to go first. And, so, and, of course, you can also follow you know, me at Scotty White and have a Patch of Dead. We'll remind you at the end of the show. <laughs> But um, last thing I want to talk about the, the network before I go into to other topics. Last thing, uh, I want to shout out thankful to our three major sponsors this year, uh, Inverse Press, BeckaDoodles.com, and ValidationComic.com. Um, they have been kind of with us from the beginning, and, you know, neither of one of us are making any money mm-hmm. off because, you know, our advertising is a, kind of an in-kind in kind of thing. And... Um, they have been just amazing and uh, gracious and, and just happy to, to be a part of us. And we really, really thank them um, to, for being a part of us. And so, you know, this is a shout out to all three of you guys at the end of this episode. Well, at the bottom of this episode, you guys can see there will be links to all three of them. We're sh- they're sharing advertising duties today. And so, but definitely check out InversePress.com for all your cool kind of sci-fi horror comic needs, Becca Doodles, for your, all your adorable <laughs> things. Uh, Becca, she is, um, her, she is the art of cute. And, uh, Validation.com, which is an amazing webcomic that, that, uh, is Monday and Thursdays, uh, by Christian Baranek and Kelsey Crawford. So definitely, definitely check those out. And thank you once again for just being awesome sponsors. And, uh, we hope to, uh, continue working with you for the next year and we hope uh others come in we'd love to have some others out there so if you've got you know if you've got a web comic or a print comic or you do you know video game sale whatever we're kind of if you've got a fandom you want to let people know about let us know well we're your guys yeah well we love to and like i said you know i'll tell you how the deal works really because we're not you know yeah, the network comes out of my pocket. I don't. Yeah. We don't make any. I don't make any money off this. I, you know, I give money, which is fine. This is how business is supposed to grow. And so, you know, what we do is that you have a Twitter account full of people, and I have a Twitter account full of people, <laughs> and we just, you know, we do an ad, and all we ask is just the episode you're on. You just retweet it for us, um, and then we just share. It's 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 pretty cool. So thank you out there to our advertisers. Thank thank you to all the hosts. Uh, all the shows. Everybody works hard on this network. It's so good. And no one makes any money. So, um, and just the ded- level of ded- dedication to this, I'm just happy and tickled that, that, that everyone's helping this dream kind of flourish. All right. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about. Let's talk about other fun stuff. Um, let's talk about the apocalypse. Oh, yeah. The apocalypse. <laughs> all right. So, like, I was like, well, let's talk about fun stuff. All right. Po- apocalypse time. All right. So, October 7th, the day we're recording, the day this episode airs, uh, is the apocalypse. <laughs> According to this guy who uh, predicted it in 2011, he was wrong in May. Yeah. He, he, May 11th or yeah. May 21st. Right. And uh, there's a song. I'll play a piece of it. Or, or, I'll play a piece of it now. It 
It's time to bid this old world goodbye. Oh, glory, time to fly away. We'll meet our Savior in the sky. Hallelujah, the 21st of May. Sinner, heed these words of mine about the coming judgment day. Yes, the end is drawing nigh. Hallelujah, 21st of May. They laugh on all built his boat and cried when came the rain. They mock me now, but I will float on the 21st of May. That's the 21st of May by Nickel Creek, and uh, it, that's on their new album, and it's really good. But yeah, talking about the the apocalypse, so uh, so there may not be a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I thanked everybody first. <laughs> Got that out of the way, so whatever finds this or whatever, yeah, well, what, whatever cockroaches uh, are around. Maybe, right. Maybe they listen to. Maybe they can understand humans. Maybe oh, that would be creepy. And so they just sit there and listen. It's like, yeah, uh, I really wear, like that. They're aware when I throw a shoe at them. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Scotty, I just want to be friends. <laughs> like, no, buddy, we're sorry. I'm a speciesist. Just want to scurry around, roll around. Especially uh, the, the apocalypse is supposed to be coming. It's supposed to be coming by fire. <laughs> what time is this supposed to happen? It doesn't say. Just doesn't sometime say. between now and midnight. Well, the Bible says we won't know the day or exactly, time. Exactly, yeah. But, but apparently but now we just, we just don't know exactly the time. <laughs> they figured out the day. They phoned a friend and got the day. They just, you know, now they're like, all right, well. <laughs> they're out of live lines because <laughs> of the apocalypse. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I just want to know what time. And so, um, so, what, so this guy predicted that that was going to be May 21st, 2011. And that didn't happen. He goes, well, I had my calculations wrong. <laughs> and so he said it was going to be in October 2011. And that didn't happen either. And so this other guy look, took his math and went, oh, I understand. I see. I see what happened. The 21st of May was when judgment happened. God had judged, uh, and that would be the Christian God. Yeah. <laughs> Because you never hear the Jews or the Muslims like <laughs> it's into the world today. <laughs> yeah. So the Christian God is like, uh, "Hey, uh, I'm judging you today, and 1600 days later, you're all gonna die. You're so all gonna die. So we're at the 1600 days, I guess. Yeah. And so today is the the day. And apparently, he he figured this out with some math in the Bible, and when Noah's flood happened. Bible math. Bible math. That's the worst show on PBS. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in Bible Math. I'm your host, Chip. I don't even know what a good Bible Math host would be named. Ezekiel something. I think, I think it'd be a religious name. Chip Ezekiel Merriweather. <laughs> the something. Reverend Chip Ezekiel Merriweather. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, we're coming to here to tell you about Bible Math. So basically, what you would do is just add up how many begat. Bu- you know, how many books are in the Bible? No, no, no. Like, who begot who? <laughs> Jebediah begot Ezekiel, Ezekiel, and <laughs> Rachel, Rachel begot. I mean, like, that was always the hardest part. Like, because I went to Catholic school, and so we read the Bible for a religion class, and that was always the hardest part, like, to, to keep track on. You'd be sitting there in the beginning and be like, and Ezekiel begotten Sam, and Sam begotten. It's like, I know this is important, but <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why. I'm really, yeah, like, I'm really trying to, like, I understand this is like family tree, but like it's so hard to follow, especially like at thirteen. 
you're sitting there, your teacher's just up there sprout, spouting away, you know, about who begot who and all this. Yeah. Just like, who begats, the begats, the begats. It's bad enough. I was lied to by Britney Spears about what private school would be. You know, I assumed it would be like <laughs> baby, hot girls. Baby. Yeah, I assumed it'd be hot girls like that. My eighth grade year was me and a whole and four other guys. And on our gym days, we wore sweatpants. That was that was it. So, which one of you had like the the t shirt tied and the knot so you show your belly? <laughs> Prancing like? around the schoolyard. Yeah, baby, baby, <laughs> supposed to do. So yeah, no, Britney Spears, you lied to me. Just like the internet lied to me about McDonald's <laughs> having um, ha, ha, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Apparently, I yeah. Couldn't speak, but uh, yeah. They do have breakfast all the time now. Yeah, but it's crappy breakfast. Like, I feel like McDonald's is kind of like the lazy parent who just does breakfast for dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I've done breakfast for dinner for my family. A lot of people do. And, but, like, my thing is, like, it's not a full breakfast either because I went there yesterday. And, um, like, you can only get biscuits as part of their breakfast for dinner. Like, at least the one in St. Albans. Oh. They don't have pancakes or hash browns or biscuits and gravy even. It's just, or egg McMuffins. None of the stuff that McDonald's shows in commercials that you can get all day. Well, I don't know. So I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty upset. I'm sorry. Do you need a hug? I had a parfait instead. I had a parfait instead. I had a parfait and a coke. Um, I haven't had I haven't mean, had a breakfast in a while. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Barwich bought me some breakfast from McDonald's. IHOP's supposed to be opening soon. That's what you've been saying for like a month. It's coming. It's coming. I'm kind of <laughs> like this guy. Are you gonna work there? No, probably not. <laughs> it will be nice though. It will be nice. Me and the Barwich wanted to go to IHOP yesterday. Uh, for lunch or for brunch, and uh, we ended up going to Cracker Barrel mm. because it was closer. Because Canal City is Canal City is a bit of a drive from here. Yeah, it's a bit of, a bit of a drive. So and the food's not that great. I hop food. It's all about the same. <laughs> I see. I beg to differ. I think my hop. I'm loyal. I think my hop's way better than the one in Canal City. No offense to I hop, but you ain't no Waffle House. See, I don't like Waffle House because you weren't raised with it. I guess I wouldn't really <laughs> race with IHOP either. Yeah, just IHOP always to me sounds like a wa- fancy waffle house. <laughs> we're going to that fancy waffle house. Right, we're going to the fancy waffle house. Where Wear your nice it. shirt because <laughs> because they can afford better for all all their divots. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like our hops can be swanky. Like there's gonna be a fireplace in it, hardwood floors. Nice. I like I still call it my IHOP. <laughs> the uh, the IHOP I used to to I know <laughs> someone I used to know. Um, <laughs> thank you, Godier. That song was hot for the summer. And then they just like, I don't, I haven't, I haven't heard anything else about them. To know somebody, somebody, somebody. <laughs> Somebody's gonna knock on the door, like, what, what's going on in there, guys? Somebody. <laughs> um, speaking of food, uh, have you had the Halloween Whopper yet? I have. With no meat, obviously. Right, right. Yeah. So, the, the, so he. You just had a black cheeseburger. I did. I had a black bun cheeseburger. <laughs> All right. So there. Have you had it? No, I haven't had it yet. Um, and, and I will. But there was a uh, an article floating around Facebook yesterday, day yesterday, about how the the black cheeseburger is turning your poop green. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So I don't know why anyone is surprised by that. Like hor- or horrified. Okay. To make that color. Yeah. They got. They have to dye the cheese. Buns don't come black unless you burn them. Yeah, or leave them moldy somewhere. <laughs> right, so they have to dye it. And uh, that dye, while it's safe to eat, well. it doesn't have any <laughs> nutritional value. So it all collects and then it's passed through mm-hmm. the bowels like it's supposed to, right? So yes, your poop will be different colors. 
I like how it was a big shocker to people. Right. It's like, did you never eat, like, Captain Crunch as a kid <laughs> or anything like that that was right. bad? Like, um, I remember, uh, and I talked about this, uh, I don't know, a while ago, but Smurf cereal. Smurfberry cereal. They pulled it off the market because of the dyes in it. Because it made kids poop all like, blue and purple and red. Parents and were freaking everything. out. Everything their kids kids were having like stomach issues, yeah. and so my baby's dying. Right, so it was like, no, it's don't worry. He just ate Smurf berries. He just ate Smurf berries. What's your boys and berries? And I love boys and berries, but <laughs> something is just a random fact. So yeah, I've not had the the, the Halloween cheeseburger. I will. The one in whole uh, this this originally in Japan. They, they first did it in Japan yeah. last year. And they dyed the cheese black too. They though. dyed the cheese black, and I thought the cheese were gonna be black too. And I was like, uh-huh. "Oh, it's regular yellow cheese." And I'm like, yeah. "I'm less interested now." Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it really doesn't. I mean, it's a novelty. So. Yeah, it's it's definitely just a novelty, and it really doesn't taste any different than a regular bun. Like it's supposed to have an A one taste, right? And you just don't taste it. I didn't taste the A one. I may go get one on the way to uh, work today because yeah, I may do that. I, I got to go get sushi today. Not for myself. I got to take care of sushi. You're a good, good uh, common-law husband. <laughs> I'm a good errand boy. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Be careful for eating the black cheeseburger to make your poop green. Do you... Are you a big cereal fan? No. No? See, every year when Halloween comes... Whenever, like, the gimmicky Halloween cereal comes out, load up my refrigerator. That's where we stick our cereal on top. I've got Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, um, Apple Jacks did the skeleton thing. Uh, some Halloween Crave cereal. Um, what else would I have up there? I have like... It's like... So you're just into Halloween cereal. Yeah, Captain Crunch cereal. Change your milk green. Tears the hell out of your mouth, but... Yeah. I like Captain Crunch, but it's too rough on my, like, roof of my mouth. Right, because it's like rocks. Yeah, it's like, oh god. And it's like one of those things, you either gotta... It's like a fine line, like... You gotta, you can't eat it as soon as you pour it, right? Because you'll tear your mouth up if you let it set too long. Then it's disgusting, right? So you gotta find that little sweet spot. That's so not like Crispix. I don't think I've ever had Crispix. Crispix is um, rice on one side, wheat on the other. Oh, okay. well, corn on the other. Corn and rice on the other. Kevin, uh, Kevin Hart does a joke about them. It's like the, the planet Earth is like Crispix cereal. On one side we have corn, the other side we have rice. <laughs> and uh, he says it much better than I because he's a professional comedian. And um, but uh, Crispix doesn't get soggy in milk. That's their thing. So Crispix and then um, uh, cornflakes. Regular old Kellogg's uh, cornflakes, but I got they have to be doused in like sugar and eaten fast while they're still crunchy. <laughs> and I'll and I'll do cocoa pebbles. Oh yeah, I love fruity pebbles, cocoa pebbles. But but you know quickly like, because they'll get mushy and weird too. Yeah, if, if you let them set too long, like, right? They definitely so, soggy. That's a, I've never been a cereal eater. Never been. Oh man, my I think one of my like as a kid I thought I was like died and gone to heaven when my mom brought home the Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I was at Cra- when we were at Cracker Barrel, they had a, uh, I don't know, one pound Rice Krispie treat. <laughs> See, I don't like Rice Krispie treats like that. Like, I couldn't, like, Carrie loves Rice Krispie treats. Because like they're that. amazing. I don't know what's wrong with you. When we were in Disney, they had um, this big, giant, like, Mickey head. Yeah. That was, like, a hundred bucks, but it was probably every bit of ten pounds of Rice Krispie treats. So it would have been well worth it. I couldn't eat ten pounds of But, yeah, I don't know. You would have to have a lot of people eating on that Mickey right. head. Yeah, it's like sharing the Mickey head. Of <laughs> just passing it around the parade line. <laughs> here, you could just take a handful. It doesn't matter. Just tear it off. His, but I like Rice Krispie We're all Disney fans here. We've got the same germs. Just keep going. <laughs> Unless we're in Disneyland. Then you might have uh, mumps or measles or whatever that outbreak was. was. I think it was measles. Um, Anti-vaccination people. So, uh... What else? Oh, um, 
my brain goes everywhere. Uh, we are living in a parallel universe. Did you know that? I didn't until, until I saw that article. So this guy uh, is, and I've got to go back and look at this because I kind of remember, because so the bears thing bears. Mm-hmm. And this guy wrote this article in 2012 and it's just kind of making the internet now. Sometimes things take a little while. It takes a little bit, yeah. Just a, that's where some big science stuff. And I'll post the article at the end of the episode because I don't really quite understand everything because it's got some <laughs> theory and stuff in it. But so apparently uh, when he was a kid, and when, I think when I was a kid, I mean, I guess I was a kid too, but when I first saw the Berenstein Bears, it was spelled with with an A at the end, the last name. Berenstein, Stain, I guess. Berenstein. Berenstein, Berenstein, whatever. And then, it's, then it changed to an E. Mm-hmm. It's Berenstein. And so apparently, those who live in the, the the A universe, like us, have kind of slipped into this E parallel universe. I it's crazy, yeah. I, and so I, I don't quite understand it because you know, not my area of expertise. Yeah, but, um, I think it's fascinating. I'm gonna have to get somebody to calm that down. Oh, <laughs> get that guy. Call. I wonder if I can get that guy on the show. I'm sure he's he's probably. Give him a call. I mean, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll reach out to him. But so, perhaps in the future there will be a Mopcast Raw on um, parallel universes. That would be kind of cool. And so, just so we're so. What do you think you're doing in the parallel universe right now? Doing a podcast with a guy named Aaron. <laughs> he probably not, he's like I'm Aaron Beta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Aaron with an E. I um. I don't know what I would be doing in a parallel universe. I, 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 every now and then I think about like life choices and what I could have been done if I did other things. Mm-hmm. Like if I went to college at, like I was supposed to, where would I be now? I've been in college long enough to be a doctor. So. <laughs> and you still get your undergraduate. So I'm just going to put PhD. I'm going to make people call me Dr. Aaron. Dr. Aaron. So when you, get, when you graduate, we'll, we'll change your, your, your name on here to Dr. Aaron. I'm going to just change my legal name. It's, I'm going to change my first, first name. First name is Dr. Yeah, first name is Dr. Last name is Aaron. Well, your first name is Dr. Aaron. <laughs> Dr. Aaron Lynch Kelly. That's me. Just gave you my full name out there. You can track me down now. Like at the homeless army. Oh. I finally, I think I've thwarted them. They don't really scare me anymore. And I've, I've battled my demons of Saddam Hussein. He, he was dethroned. Don't have to live in fear anymore. Well, that's good. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, what else is there? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um. I'm a huge Sarah Michelle Gellar fan. Mm-hmm. I am a huge Sarah Michelle. I'm a love Buffy, and I love Sarah Michelle Gellar when she was like on um, All My Children. Yes, I walk <laughs> all my children. You know, and don't judge me because we're the Mopcast Network and we celebrate fandom. We're and all my children is a fan. Is a fan. Why? Well, you know, I grew up watching it. Like when I was little, before yeah. I got to school, we were watching All My Children, and like I would. For the, you know, home for the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a latchkey kid, so I stayed at the house, and so I watched a lot of all my children. One life to live. I didn't watch too much General Hospital because some like the the local um, UHF stations would show the cartoons started like at three. Yeah, but at two they would show like old classic TV shows. So you, that's where I watched a lot of Bewitched and Adam Family, and I watched Keys. a lot of. Um, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh yeah, as a as a young child, that, that, that theme music scared me. Yeah, that theme music was scarier than anything. Well, not anything on the show, but like, yeah, <laughs> you'd hear it and you'd be like, "Oh, great!" And it was like one of those things that you couldn't turn it off either because right. like sucked in instantly. Right, because Robert Stack was the man. Yeah, he just showed up and be like, "All right, I'm be all Robert Stern." Like these people did blah 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 death. <laughs> there was a gruesome twelve thousand man murder today. 
<coughs> police are still looking for the hooked man who did or, it. Perhaps it was aliens. <laughs> I mean, you didn't know. It was like off the wall too. Like I swear, like the writers had to just like spin a wheel, be like, all right, and had, had like three wheels on the wall, and be like, all right, so this would be the start. This would be why, and this would be where. Go. Uh, did you have? Did you see any ones that happened around here? No. I, there was Thank one that God. happened like near us in Alabama. Yeah. And we couldn't figure out the story. And so that's why we kept thinking some of these stories weren't true. Because it's like, I hadn't heard about this missing girl. <laughs> and my dad was like, I don't know what they're talking about. But, <laughs> and so he was like, walking this uh, last scene in Atmore, Alabama. Like, no, there was no, we don't know. But then. So yeah. they ever find her? Was she murdered at the end of the show? Uh, no, she was just missing. Oh. She was a missing persons. Because, you know, the, the, the things murder, missing arsons. Yeah. A lot of crime, and then I liked all the unexplained stuff. Yeah, but the music was creepy. Yeah, it was. It's a show they need to bring back with the same themes. They 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 used to um, Lifetime or somebody re-aired him. Mm-hmm. They had a new host at a call center, which made no sense. Yeah, it's like, call in with your stories. Well, they're calling to like if you've done because you know the idea was to solve the mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know it's like a call in, but like these mysteries were like thirty or twenty years old by the time they re-aired. So it's like. Oh, I mean, I guess it's a good thing. All these vague memories. Be like, oh, fun. yes, I remember seeing that yeah, back in the... kind of hard. But yeah, I, like, those, I, I would hate to be caught that way. Like, if I had pulled off, like, the crime of the century and got caught by a call-in show, <laughs> I would feel wrong. I'd feel pretty bad. I'd be like, look, if the police couldn't catch me and they had to be tipped off by the public, right. I should get a half of a sentence. Right. Because the police did half their work. <laughs> I don't think it worked that I way. I think it should. That's what would be my argument. <laughs> I need a lighter sentence because the public caught me. Look, the public caught me. They should be able to sentence me to like, is it like a jail where public people can, where they can send house arrest? Yeah, just put me on house arrest. House arrest. That's the, that's the uh, prison sentence with no sodomy. So I'm a big Sarah Michelle Geller fan. <laughs> it wasn't an ensemble mysteries. But uh, we got that from all my, I like how that leap we got to. That was pretty good. Bravo. Um, that was probably my favorite tangent of the day. You <laughs> win the tangent of the day. Um, but, uh, I loved her and Buffy, and, uh, not so much, I didn't like the Scooby-Doo movies. You didn't? Uh, they're all right. They're, they're okay. It's like, I don't have to watch them again. I think that's my yeah. thing about it. I didn't see her show with Robin Williams that got canceled, and that's probably the reason why, because I didn't watch it. I was probably that one guy, like, they were just waiting for one more, uh, what We need doing? one more play, and then we'll be all right. That's what I feel about the Muppets. I don't watch the Muppets. The Muppets is so terrible. You don't like it? No. I love it. I can't watch it. Why? I have no idea. I I tune in on, it's on Tuesday nights, right? Right. I watch Fresh Off the Boat before. Right. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I just, the first episode, I just, not for me. Did you watch the second one? No. It's on my DVR. It's funny. The uh, Piggy and Josh, uh, Kermit hooks Piggy up with Josh Groban. And, uh. She walks in, like, after their first date, mm-hmm. and, you know, she's all glowy and whatnot, talking about, you know, because they, they, they spent the night together, and Swedish chef walks behind him, and, and she's, she's she's not kissing and telling, and mm-hmm. he just walks back and goes, oh, the piggy was groping the, groping the, uh, groping, and I just <laughs> died. I died. It was like, I mean, I'll give it another shot. Yeah, I mean, like, the first episode's okay, it's not it's, super yeah. strong, but I get what they're doing. Yeah. My favorite bit from the, from the opening show was the... The one with imaginary dragons and animal. Yeah. Trying to take him on the road. Like, too many women, too many <laughs> yeah. towns. That's what makes it... The, don't worry about the plot. Don't, don't... First of all, don't take it seriously. No, no, yeah. And just, and just, just roll with it. And it's... I like I like the Denise um, uh, Kermit's new pig. I like yeah. her. She's pretty funny. And, um, you know, I like I like the dynamics. 
But let me get through my Samuel <laughs> Geller story first so I can get this off my topic. All right, so huge fan of hers, huge fan of Star Wars Rebels because we do a show about it. She has been cast as, oh, she is cast. She's uh, the new Inquisitor. She's uh, the seventh sister, and she looks amazing and sounds great. For three weeks, I was convinced she was going to be Princess Leia, and I'm so panicked because they've been showing the... the been showing this seventh sister uh, inquisitor like in all the ads. I'm like, that's not her. So do you like her better as the seventh sister? Or no, I think she's. I think she'll be awesome as the seventh sister. And so I think that that's going to be cool because that gives her more episodes to be in. Because I think if they do a if they do Leia or Han or something, there's talk Just about a little thing. arc, yeah. like a one episode thing. Like like Lando was in two episodes, but he was in physically in one, and then as a hologram in the last episode. Spoiler alert. But um, and so. I'd rather see her as a, a better, a long, longer cast, the better. Plus, she's married to uh, Freddie Prince Jr., who plays Kanan on the show. So, but uh, I just wanted to get that check because we're seven days out of the day from um, Re- Re- Rebels season two. Who would you cast as uh, Leia? Oh, not you. You know, Sarah Michelle Gellar is. No, that's sister. a good choice because because you got to have a, like Carrie Fisher has a distinct kind of. Mm-hmm. She has a voice of a tomboy. I, and that's not insulting to her, but she's got some, there's some, yeah. some kind of, like, when I hear Carrie Fisher, I could be like, yeah, that's a badass in a voice. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Um, so, like, Hillary Swank is who you're thinking of? No, no, right? I'd go, uh, how about, like, uh, Anna Kendrick? Okay. I could see her doing it. Yeah. Yeah, she's got kind of a badass swagger to her. And so, especially in, 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 in um, uh, Rapture Palooza. Which is a great film. Speaking of the apocalypse and parallel dimensions, maybe it's going on right now. <laughs> maybe so. Greg Robertson Robinson comes back as the devil. We understand. <laughs> I would. I'd, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> because of the beast. <laughs> it's a great movie. I like it. Um, well, I, I guess that's our time um, today. Uh, I will end with this though, and um, I'll let. Aaron has some final thoughts too because I'm not an asshole. <laughs> but uh, so I found out last night uh, from uh, the Onions AV Club um, that this kid in Ohio, he's somewhere, in, I guess he goes to uh, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. He mixed uh, Weezer and Kanye West together, and it's epic. So the last song today will be played, uh, will be a song from um, Geezer, what they call the. The, the thing. I love it, Yeezer. Uh, and before that, uh, so there's a um, a band called Nerf Herder, and I'm, they're from the 90, mid-90s, and they had a couple of hits, and then they broke up, and they got formed back together. Anyway, the lead singer, Perry Grip, has been doing kids' jingles and, and commercial jingles and kids' theme songs for, for cartoons for a long time now. And I was looking him up because Nerf Herder's touring again or has a new album or something I read this weekend. And um, so it wasn't that important after I found out this other yeah. thing. And so I'm going to leave the whole episode with uh, something from his website. Uh, and I'll, I'll post the website at the bottom of the thing. But it's Taco Cat. <laughs> it's 37 seconds of awesomeness. <coughs> and then in the future, I may play 20, uh, 20 different sauces. But I'm just digging them. <laughs> it's got some good stuff. It's just fun. But um, anything for you before we end? Anything for me? No, I'm, like I said, i got a very boring life. Um, nothing's really going on school-wise, um, definitely, uh, that's stupid, never mind, I wouldn't tell you about that. Um, yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing going on, just me tripping over my words. All right. Yeah, so that's... All right. And cheerleader practice. Yeah, cheerleading practice, school, 
I would say we're. He's a work. good daddy. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't like you know dress up as a cheerleader, go to practice. He's a good daddy. Yeah. So, you know, can kids dig into cheerleading? Well, thank you. But yeah, no, we we got cheerleading practice. It's homecoming week here at on campus. Pretty excited about that. Um, yeah. Who does not even know homecoming fest is? I have not. I haven't either. I, I've been trying to. I want to do super bingo yesterday. Yeah, I, I did too because everybody always wins like super cool stuff, right? And I've I've been here. This is my fifth year. Yeah, and I've never been to Super Bingo. Well, I've been in college almost ten years and never been to Super Bingo. All right, so there we go. I was, I was off campus. I was actually NBS meeting. Which is yeah, it, so you can follow me at at Scotty White. You can follow the network at Ed Mobcast Network. You can follow me at Pageant Dad eighty eight. And uh, thank you for listening. Um, uh, this is our one year, and this is our contribution to the multiverse. Or the Berenstein Bears universe, whatever which which one it is, go out and make yours. I now leave you with Taco Cat by Perry Grip. And what are some from Yeezus? I or Yeezer I will play. Yeezus the Kanye so Yeezer. And so we'll end with that, and then we'll see you again next week. It's an inch of a dessert. Somebody order pancakes, I just dip the scissor. That right there could drive a sane man bizzer. Not to worry, Mr. Ace to the Hizzles, back to wizard. How do you console my mom? Or give a light support. Telling her son's own life support. And just imagine how my girl feel. On a plane, scared as hell that I got. Look like Emmett Till. She was with me before the deal. She been trying to be mine. She a Delta, so she been throwing that dynasty sign. No use me trying to be lying. I've been trying to be signed. Trying to be a millionaire. I used two lifelines in the same hospital with Biggie Smalls died. The doctor said I had blood clots, but I ain't Jamaican, man. Story on MTV, and I ain't trying to make a band. I swear, this right here, history in the making, man. Shadow was ill, got a deal on the hottest rap label around. But he wasn't talking about cooking birds, it was more like spoken words. Said he's really putting it down. And he explained the story about how blacks came from glory and what we need to do in a game. Good dude, bad night, right place, wrong time. In the blink of an eye, it's a life change. If you can feel how my face felt, you would know how Mace felt. Thank God I ain't too cool for the safe belt. I swear to God, driver two wanna sue. I got a lawyer for the case to keep us in my safe, safe. My dogs couldn't tell if I, I look like Tom Cruise on Vanilla Sky. It was televised. It's been an accident like Geico. They thought I was burned up like.
like Pepsi dip my coat. I must got a angel, cause look how death missed his ass. Unbreakable, what you thought they call me Mr. Glass? Look back on my life like the ghost of Christmas past. Uh -huh. Toys R Us where I used to spend that Christmas cash. And I still won't grow up, I'm a grown ass kid. Swear I should be locked up for stupid sh that I did. But I'm a champion, so I turn tragedy uh -huh. to triumph. Yeah. Make music that's fire, yeah. flip my soul through the wire. Ooh. In the pocket like Wallace, I got the bounce like hydraulics, I can't call it, I got the swirl like alcohol, late my freshman year, I was going through hella problems, till I bit up the nerve to drop my ass about a call, my teacher said I was a loser, I told her why don't you kill me, I give a fuck if you feel me, I'm gonna follow my heart, and if you follow the charts or the plaques or the stacks, you ain't gotta guess who's back. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.